pushing the boundaries of expectations and rewriting the rules of adventure are the reasons we get up in the morning. This is a way of life, a huge and growing community of explorers and adventurers, leading the way, blazing new trails, and raising the bar. We share your hunger for a life without limits, and we know you'll stop at nothing to get there. Greetings and welcome back, KB Creators, for another adventure of manifesting with kinetic belief and for attracting your most abundant life. I am so glad, and so is Megan, that you are back with us again today. Hey, if you'd like to receive an occasional text, text the word kinetic to 844-844-0049. And is that still just true in the United States? Correct. All yes. right. StephenCanyon.com is the website. You can check out all the upcoming events and other resources. And also make sure that you follow us on Instagram at Stephen Canyon. Subscribe to the podcast. Make sure you don't miss an episode. And oh yeah, this. What is this? You can also find me on Clubhouse. And I don't know what that is. Clubhouse is an audio-only social media platform, and it's brand new. And it's actually by invitation only, so you have to have someone already on the platform invite you to be a part of it. Well, that's where I am, and I'm starting to find out what it is. And you can you can find <laughs> myself and Megan there on yeah, Clubhouse. Yes. Happy Friday, Megan. Happy Friday. It's here. It's here. Yay, party, celebrate. The week's end. Dance, move around. <laughs> I have to say, as a KB, every day's a weekend, so, you know. That is true, we, isn't it? It's Thursday. Those days kind of melt together, and it's just all, it's all good, right? It's all good. <laughs> yes. Speaking of all good, your keto breakfast. Oh, man, I nailed that. It was fascinating this morning. Boom. Out of the park. Out of the park. Home run. Low carb or no Delicious. carb. Delicious. Low-carb biscuits and gravy and eggs. Rock and roll. What? <laughs> I don't know how you do it. It was it was amazing. Thank what, you. What, it was, it, was it actually gravy? It wasn't even... Those no, weren't biscuits, were they? They looked like well, it. Well, they were biscuits, but I just they made were. them with, uh, with almond flour. Mm. So have you noticed that it seems like it's somebody's birthday that we know just about every day Gosh. now? I mean... Yes, I have. Every day of this. the year. Every time I turn around, I'm, I'm forgetting to text someone, happy birthday. <laughs> I think we should have one birthday celebration for everybody, one day. Do you remember having those as a kid, though? How angry that made you? It made me, I couldn't stand it. Did you have that it. as a kid? Yeah. Well, because it's just my sister and, and myself, and our birthdays mm. are within a, you know, less than a uh. month. Well, just a couple weeks apart. Well, I'm one of four, and you know, come to think of it, my sister's birthday is just a couple of weeks away from mine. So yeah, we we celebrated on the same day. Yeah, yeah. I didn't like it. I didn't like it one bit. (laughs) I can see that. You want to be? It's it's your day, by gosh. Yes. (laughs) Celebrate. Well, and also, you know, because of our birthdays were so close, you're also aware as a kid. Hey, I'm missing out on an on an extra party, even though it's not mine. It's another opportunity to have cake. But it's like every day now. Yeah. Every it's day. all the time. You know what? Maybe just or if we could if we could just do I don't know, the the <laughs> the Christmas or the holiday at the end of the year, whatever we want to call it, birthdays, Mother's Day, Father's Day, all the days, all the gifts. Every, just one day. Just do it on one day. No way. Yeah, one day, right? Except for the Super no? Bowl. And and my birthday. <laughs> <laughs> and your birthday separate, see? of course, see? It's a vicious circle, isn't it? <laughs> right. Or, yeah. or how about this? What if we just order gifts for all those occasions on one day? 
but how do you how do you do that? Cause well, you, you just have a list, and like maybe January the fifth. Like you're gonna do that, Steve. <coughs> well, you'll do it for me. Yeah, won't exactly. You? There's no way you're doing that. I love you, Maggie. <laughs> I love you, Steve. Thank you. Can I give you a list? <laughs> no, absolutely no. not. Speaking of wisdom, how can we get to the point? <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of fantastic ideas and good ideas, how how is it that we get to the point where we are attracting wisdom for our lives, and we know that it's actually wisdom? And not just wishful thinking. <laughs> That's the biggest part for me. And <laughs> not getting rid of the paranoia that it's not just, that it's from the universe. It's, you know, supernatural wisdom. Or am I just talking to myself? Or are you just being smart again? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Start, yeah. Yes. Well, how do we know? How do we know that it's no longer, was, was that thought something that I should even allow? Or is it, I mean, is this for my promotion? Or is it actually just mm. something from the ego? Mm. When, when, when I talk about the ego, which, you know, we've done quite a bit of lately, I'm not just talking about someone who is full of themselves, you know, oh, you know, that's an egoist person. I mean, even though they are, that's not just what it means in of itself. When, when one is in the egoist state of existence, they are identifying themselves with the most basic mind structures through which the ego comes into existence, would breathe life into the ego through those mental constructs. And, you know, that's what we identify with. And so when someone identifies with something as being themselves, the something becomes an extension of their identity. They become one and the same. Their belief about, for example, their belief about a thing or some other person, it uh, induces the one believing, which is the ego, with a sense of self, and so it becomes part of their identity. So how can we get to the point where we just know instantly that we are hearing, um, and what we're hearing is an unction or it is the voice of source, like you were saying, the voice of wisdom, the voice of counsel, the voice of God, mm. where I know that this is the essence of my being that is hearing from my creator that's speaking to me, where I just know that I know, that I know that this is the essence of my being that is saying to me, hey, you got some new information coming in that's just for you. Where I know that this is the essence of my being, my oneness with life source, with God, with wisdom that's guiding me. How do we even get to that place? I, I had one of those encounters and we were talking about just the other day. After making an offer to buy a, a small horse property, and this was back in 1998, when I was, um, I was out walking the, a pasture, uh, the the offer that I'd made had been accepted. And so I was out walking the property and I was down on the back of the property next to some pear trees. And there, I think there were a couple other fruit trees there as well. And I was imagining where to plant a few more trees and what kind of trees I would plant. When I heard the words, move to the mountains, as if spoken inside of me. And the interruption of that unction immediately emptied my thoughts, the, the things that I was mauling over and thinking about. And I was so stunned by the words that I said out loud. I said, what? <laughs> and there was no one around me. What? 
and out of what felt like my chest, Meg, that the voice again said, move to the mountains. Well, the words to me had this an ethereal presence, but with clarity, um, again, I, I said, what? <laughs> <laughs> and what I can only describe as an unction within me came again, and it said, move to the mountains. And that directive rushed into my sense of awareness with such power that an inner transformation of purpose transcended into my being. Somehow I, I could understand back then what really was at that time the unexplainable. And, and I don't mind telling you my eyes filled with tears. I really, and I really wanted this property, but that's not why I teared up. Because my desire was utterly drained away from me. And I stood there and I was in this state of this enthusiastic bliss and with complete awe. There was no one else around me, and my surroundings became just colorfully vivid and abundant with life. But all at once, my previous life experiences that led me up to that moment seemed to fuse with this higher insight that was now flooding into my consciousness. And I'll tell you, looking back today, I can only explain what happened as an encounter with my higher power, with the knowledge of wisdom, uh, with the counsel of God. And... Walking back to my car, I can remember I'm going as, because I'd been sort of like casually walking around. I was walking as fast as I could go without running. <laughs> and I remember thinking right as I was getting to my car, um, what mountains? <laughs> Wait a minute. Now, which mountain? <laughs> well, <laughs> can you be more specific? To make the longer story short, as you know, I, <clears throat> I spent the next 20 years traveling remote areas of the Appalachian Mountains and um, among the Native American reservations out west and in Montana, Arizona, Wyoming, all of those different reservations, teaching the transcendent power of kinetic belief for manifesting health and wealth and the abundance of happiness and, and joy and, and peace. But it's when you know that you're hearing <clears throat> from the voice that first imagined your purpose, before we even come into the natural, that we begin to respond to life in a, a positive way. Wow. Listen, negative emotions, bad feelings, when left unchecked against your eternal purpose, the reason that you're here, your genius of purpose, will always lead you away from the favor of your life. But it's when we get to the point that, you know what, I just know that I know that I know, that I'm hearing this voice of wisdom, the inner unction of love within me, the, the only, that's, that's when the, uh, the only emotions that you're going to allow to lead you are going to be affirming emotions, and they're always accompanied by this sense of joy that you really can't explain. And that shouldn't be a secret for those that that spend time blueprinting in their manifesting journals. When this begins to show up and happen, there's something that's aligning their, their aspirations and their desires with things that are becoming very clear to them, clear to their motivations, clear to their, their purpose for being. Well, something that always really stands out to me about this story that you just told is that when you heard that directive, that your gut reaction was not, wait a minute, was that me? 
<laughs> or where was that from? Mm. Who, you know, mm. who, who was that? Great point. And so that's a big part of knowing where wisdom's coming from is if it's coming from the source, you'll never ask that question. It's so clear in your, in your spirit, in your inner self. You just know that you know. Yeah. There's a peace that comes with it. Yeah. And it, you don't argue with peace. Um, and it really, this should not be strange for those that call themselves KBs because this should be a mark of our lives that we feel wisdom, that we feel it, and that we are, like we were talking about yesterday, knotted with wisdom, and we're, we're bound with wisdom, and we know light, intimately know light, and that light knows us. Wow. And so the first thing that we need to know in order to get better at hearing from the counsel of wisdom, the voice of our Creator, is to maintain a gratitude of expectancy. Maintain this expectancy, and we maintain it in our kinetic belief. We maintain it in our journaling. In other words, you stir up an expectation that, you know what, the universe contains the conversation that our Creator wants to speak to us. That conversation already exists. It's already there. Because the guidance of the desire that formed you has already spoken the words of you. Wow. Your counsel, the secrets to your success, are concealed from your ego, but revealed through the essence of your being. You, you know, we should get up every single day expecting for the voice of inner wisdom, the voice of God, to say something to advance us. Something for um, you to manifest, somewhere for you to go, somewhere for you to leave, mm -hmm. to get away from or to go to. Kinetic belief functions by expectation, and we know that. Kinetic belief functions through our expectations. Therefore, in order to have hearing ears, we have, we've got to first believe that, you know what, our counsel is imparted from within. It's inside of us, and it's speaking right now, and you expect to hear the unctions of its voice. This is such a, a cool addition to the idea of manifestation because you know you're telling us kinetic belief functions through expectation and this idea that look we're not just placing expectation on a relationship or a thing or something tangible you know we can place these expectations on wisdom on guidance on supernatural wisdom to to accomplish what we want to accomplish and as you've taught before you know, when you're manifesting, you don't always know how it's going to show up or exactly what it's going to look like. And so being able to know when you're receiving wisdom, when you're receiving guidance is a huge part of this journey toward toward achieving these manifestations. And that's a great point. And I think it's also important to point out that, you know what, the kind of expectation that we're talking about is not just wishful thinking. Right. It's not just hoping and, um, we're, well, I'm going to see if it works out or not. And I hope it does. I hope I win the lottery. Right. I hope I receive healing. No. <laughs> um, I, I wish I were wealthy in all of those things. Well, you, you, you always use a great word, decree. You know, you decree it to be so. You, you put a demand on these things. You're not, let me, let me just ask the universe, please, yes, can you it help become, me? Right, it becomes an article of faith. <laughs> yeah, yes. It's, something, it's a, an expectant kinetic believer. Mm. Maintains a space for attracting miracles. 
you're preparing this space because it's coming. It's like the woman who's going to give birth to a child. You don't hope you're going to. You're expecting it. Mm. You you are. I love that making room for miracles. That's you're, awesome. You're preparing the room for the child. You're putting the bed in there, and you're putting hanging the curtains and putting all the the other things in there. You're making this space. Wow. That's an expectant kinetic believer. And we maintain a mindset of expectancy. Look, when people show up expecting things, then things begin to happen. We need to wake up each morning with this expectant gratitude, expecting for the inner counsel of creation to say something to us. You see, when when you're never expecting for things to happen, then most likely you're going to miss what is happening. Your expectation doesn't make it happen. Your expectation receives what has happened. And if you're never expecting for things to happen, then you leave yourself open, wide open for negative feelings and emotional trauma just to lead you through the day. Mm, I love the idea of making sure that you're not leaving yourself vulnerable. That's awesome. Well, the KB who's experiencing powerful, explosive miracles expects to hear directives Mm. from their life's purpose for manifesting powerful results into their lives. I expect inner counsel. I'm looking for it. I'm expecting to attract into my conscious awareness a word or to say for it to say something to me or to direct me. Mm. Even if it's a word of correction, I expect to hear from my inner counsel every day. The wisdom of creation, the bias of your creator, it's been the same forever. All things are upheld by one desire. It's immutable, meaning it doesn't change. It's, it's the same today for you as it was yesterday for you to experience an abundant life. The counsel of life is willing to speak to you in that the counsel of your life, the same way that it spoke to you when all things were formed from the formless. Mm-hmm. So we, we expect to hear from the inner voice of our creation and to place our expectations in a place where, you know what, we expect to hear wisdom speak to us every single day. No, you're, you keep saying things like, you know, making room for and, and, and expecting it in this place. And it has me wondering, you know, are, are you saying that we need to actually create a very real mental space or posture? To, to, do we have to be in a certain mindset and, and space to even receive these unctions. It is the mindset of expectation. It's looking for it. It's like we were talking about the, you know, you're preparing the place because you fully expect it to show up. Mm. Just know that, you know what, the essence of life wants to live. Life lives. That's the desire of it. Mm. It only knows to live. It only knows to flourish. <laughs> it only knows to abundantly develop talents and to grow and to experience more. Creation wants to give you knowledge. So many people feel like they have to earn it or they don't deserve it because they are living by the mental constructs of the ego that says, I judge you. I condemn you. You're not worth it. You're not, you're not worthy of this. Or you are smarter than everybody else, so you should have this. All those things. What a great affirmation that creation wants to give us knowledge. Wants to, it's a requirement for development. That's awesome. It wants to give you what, uh, and to impart to you what you're asking for, what you're requiring of it. And to enlighten you for receiving, for aligning you with what's trying to come to you. Mm-hmm. This is revealed knowledge that I'm sharing with you today. And I mean, this is, this is the bedrock of human success. First of all, the intentions imparted by the Creator into the expanding universe are for human beings to be successful. 
It's our alignment through the power of kinetic belief with the intentions of creation that we have been given an advantage in this world. And when everybody else is trying to figure out the answers, you have the answers already within. And those, uh, the purpose of those answers is for them to be revealed to you. Something amazing happens, Meg, if, if you'll expect to receive those answers and tune your desire using gratitude inward with that grateful anticipation. Ask a question. Ask a question and then listen for the response. And you're going to know it when you receive it because the, of the peace of enlightenment that comes with it, it will excite you. I have to say that the most empowering part of what you're saying right now for me is this concept that, look, I don't need to have all the answers. I don't have to know everything. I just have to know where to go to get them because that's always the worst feeling, isn't it? This idea of I need I need this piece of information. I need to make this decision, but oh, I feel kind of clueless. I have no idea what to do. You know, you go to that find that file in your brain and there's no file. I mean, it's just a horrible feeling. But then realizing what you're saying, that I know where to go now to, to get the file, to get the answer, I mean, the, the level of empowering that that is, it's so high. Knowing where to go and then knowing that that is the file. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and that that's not the wrong file. You don't walk out of there holding the wrong thing in your hand, knowing right. where you go, where the file room is, and then that's the correct one. Because I want to tell you, and this is why this is so vitally important, you are not going to be able to hear. You're not going to be able to hear those unctions of wisdom directing you. If you have anger, if you've got bitterness, or if you have strife in your life, because those things are only there because you are a person that's being led by the negative emotions of your egoist consciousness. And that's going to block your receiving. And you're not going to be able to attract from the counsel of the abundant life if you have unforgiveness working in you. You're not going to be able to manifest if you are right there in the middle of having an argument because strife produces static. Anger is static. Making decisions based on negative emotions is static. And anything, anything that's outside of the peace of unconditional love is static. So the love of being one with life should be something that we are stirring up every single day. Just like you're stirring up the keto breakfast we're having every single day without fail, day in and day out and day after that, stirring it up. Are you hungry again? Uh, <laughs> stirring it up intentionally. We've got to be awakened to living and cultivating a love life. Everything works. And and it's going to be based on the light, peace, joy, and happiness of living and cultivating a love life. You know, I remember in high school, I just remember so vividly taking this insanely advanced math class. And it was horrible because I'm not, I've never been great at math because... I have to know how everything works to understand it. My mind does not just memorize and function. I have to understand why and how. And so that's, I'm thinking of that because what you're telling us today is the why, it's the how. Because look, if I need to get rid of unforgiveness, if I need to get rid of bitterness, where's my motivation? You know, not just because you said to, but the motivation is, oh, because it's blocking wisdom. It's blocking all these good things. You know, we need to be properly motivated to, to activate all this, all this into our lives. And that's huge. 
Isn't that the wisdom of knowledge is knowing why you're knowing you're knowing that, you know, no matter no matter what we talk about, it's always going to come back to living and cultivating a love life. That's the why mm-hmm. to establishing a place for our kinetic belief to bring home the goods yeah, and to lay them out <laughs> for you to enjoy. You've established that place. If if there's ever an occasion in your life where things just aren't working out for you. You can go to your love life to find the source of the problem because you're going to need to, you'll need to get you out of that strife and into forgiveness and love. Did you see the people getting out of their cars fighting while in line for gas? Oh man, I did. I did. It was bad. I loved you. It was bad. You, you went into instructive mode with me. You said, now you see, that's why you would not get out of your car to confront somebody else. Well, it was just amazing to me because, you know, this woman got out of her car and tried to accost this man in his car. And I'm thinking, dude, just stay in your car because the headline was two arrested. They're both arrested. It's like, this is obviously an insane person. Just stay in your car. She tried to butt in the line with her car, and she walked up, and she she spit on the guy right. through the window of his car, and yeah. so he jumps out of the car and spits on her. No, you roll your window up, and you go, uh, 911, someone's ramming my car and trying to spit on That's me. That's great advice, Mama <laughs> Maggie. <laughs> like, what are you doing? Get back in that car. Listen to this. <laughs> All you, what you assertive ones. No, the, the universe has love. The universe has love. Mm. Now, look, it, it is not love. The universe isn't love. It has love. And you are not going to attract godly counsel outside of the love of the universe. Hmm. So what I'm trying to get you to see here is hearing from your creator's counsel is vital. The things that wisdom wants to show us is abundant life. That we don't have to work so hard to try to get something to happen if we will, if we will just learn how to rest in the confidence that we have in the abundant life. So as a way of life, ask love for answers. When somebody spits on you through the window of your car, ask love for answers. And ask yourself, why was my window rolled down? (laughs) Ask ask anything you want to ask, but ask (laughs) love for the answers. Here it is. Ask your creator, ask the oneness that first imagined. Yeah. If you know what to ask, you'll know the answer when it shows up from within. You'll recognize it. I mean, it is no different than if I walked up to you and, and I said, um, yeah, tomorrow at five. <laughs> well, now that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> it makes no sense at all unless you asked, are we eating to dinner tomorrow? <laughs> yeah, tomorrow at five. <laughs> so you didn't recognize the wisdom when it arrived because you weren't asking. Because I ask the question with gratitude for the answer, I attract revealed knowledge. Revealed knowledge or truth, revelation truth that comes from God out of the universe, directly into your being, into your spirit. Have you ever said something and then you thought, uh, wow, that was good? (laughs) I thought you were going to say, and like, wow, that was awful. (laughs) Yes, I have. Yes. Like, dang. And you kind of want to repeat it. Like, did y'all not hear what I just said? (laughs) That was amazing. Let me tell you one more time. That was was really good. Yeah, we heard you. (laughs) Well, revealed knowledge is knowledge that comes from the universe straight to your being, and it's always good. Mm -hmm. And now here it is. Revealed knowledge or revelation knowledge is exact knowledge. Now, it's not very often that we can get something that's exact, is it? Mm -hmm. 
And, you know, most of the time we get something and it's, it's really only part knowledge, just little bits and pieces. But when source, light, love, God reveals something to you, it is always exact. And when you attract counsel from your creator, when it's revealed to you, it is exact and it is always perfect. Exact knowledge. Now, what happens when you get exact knowledge? Now what? Now what? Now what? Okay. (laughs) I've got the exact knowledge. Like, I have exact knowledge. (laughs) I have exact knowledge. Oh, man. I'm going to bed. Oh, crud. I got exact knowledge. (laughs) How do you know when you have received exact knowledge? Yeah. You become, well, let me start off with some obvious words. You become more sure. You become sure. You become solid. You become firm. You don't have this wavering mentality. You're not shaking with anxious feelings of doubt, and neither can you be shaken. You become firm in your conviction. When you attract exact knowledge, it's solid. You become solid. You become firm. You become immovable, less timid. You're not going to be shaken because there is something about when the power of your kinetic belief reveals knowledge to you, Deep into your, your, your higher being, it's one thing for you to try to get the knowledge through your mind and then digest it. That's one thing. That's where most people are, reasoning with it. Have you ever known something and <clears throat> know that you know it, and you can't even <laughs> explain to people why you know it? You just know you know it. Yes. Maybe it's math, but you just know you know it. Yes. Well, that's what happens when revelation hits you. You just know it. You, you don't know how you know it, but you know, yeah. okay, that's exact knowledge. Because this is exactly what happens when revelation knowledge is imparted into our lives. The authority for attracting more of what you receive has manifested, you see. And you're blessed like Abraham, like we were talking about yesterday. Remember that word blessed means empowered? It means to have. It means to have success. It means to make. It means favor. And it's when you're being grateful in all things, expecting the best in all things, that you will attract the substance of blessing, the the substance of your best life in all things. Anytime something is revealed to you, you are empowered to have success. You know, this has given me such strong memories of, of when I had to do college auditions with, for violin. And I remember working for on a piece for a year. And it was so intense. It's a nine-minute piece. It was huge. It was way beyond my ability level at the beginning of that year. And I just remember working through it, working, 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 you know, repeating, 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 so much practice, so much technical work. But then I remember realizing when I got to that first audition that, now the next phase of this is I have to find a way to relax enough to play this piece because oh. <laughs> I've been studying so diligently. But this is that's what this makes me think of because so much, so many podcasts lately, you've gotten us to the point where it's like, look, we're, yes, we're developing this high, high level enlightened skill set of of lifestyle of kinetic belief. But then, guess what? We have to relax into it and release into it and expect the wisdom. It shows up. It takes us along. It carries us along. And and I find that very hopeful because, you know, it doesn't have to be, it's not hard. It's not, you know, gr- grit your teeth and, and make this stuff happen. It's exciting. That's good because in the, you're releasing into it. It's another way of saying acting. Mm-hmm. If acted on, it will manifest success into your life. 
Hmm. Blessed or empowered, blessed or empowered, blessed or empowered for success is what happens when revelation knowledge shows up and we release ourselves into it. We act into it. So think about it now. If you can position yourself to be able to hear, to attract the counsel of wisdom and receive revelation knowledge, you've got something. You've got something that will empower you, that will cause you to be firm, that will equip you for journaling your personal articles of faith, that will cause you to be solid, and you're not going to be moved by the, the tricks of your ego or anybody else's. You're not going to be moved into to a, a wandering, wavering position, and then all of a sudden, there is a stability that has arrived. You see, you're now solid, and you're on rock now, and you're firm now. You just know that you know, and it's, and it's coming from within. You're not going to be moved from that. And I'll tell you this, in most cases, and, and that is what is requ- it's required. It's, it's to, to activate the manifesting power of your kinetic belief. In most cases, you've got to be able to stand unmoved by what you see, unmoved by what you hear, unmoved by what they're trying to tell you, and you do it by being grateful for what you believe. You know, a lot of times I think we we always think of support systems as people, but the way that you're telling us about wisdom today, it makes me think, you know, kinetic belief itself is our, it's a built-in support system because, hey, if you go, if you walk through this wisdom journey that you've revealed to us today, it's going to support you in your manifestations. It's going to lift you up and carry you through. It's going to, to automate, like you're saying, if you, if you are willing to stand forever, you don't have to stand for long. And that's activated by this wisdom that you're talking about that we can expect and receive. I can see that. You know, we talk about being able to see all the time, how it helps to, to have those visuals. And I can see what you're saying, carrying you through, meaning it carries you through all of those thoughts of doubt, carries you through the yeah. worry, carries you through the fear so that you don't succumb to those things and by being carried through all of that you can cast those down and you replace all of those negative thoughts with um, I know that I know I have exact knowledge you see so I can't be moved from what I'm building with my manifesting belief and I will tell you that if you stay there long enough if you have journaled your expectation write it down your writing comes from within Get your back up. Stand there until you get what you're standing there for. Your commitment to commitment requires revelation knowledge to stand. Committed to stand, not moving from what you're believing to receive. This is your way of life now. Nothing which means nothing can entice you to stop, cave in and quit, to give up, to change your mind, to think about failure. You got to know that you know that you know that you know in your knower to stand to stand in any in the midst of any kind of opposition. You know what this also does when you, whenever I have had an experience of receiving divine wisdom one of the most exciting things about it is you're so aware of all the pitfalls you're avoiding. So not only is this going to usher in the things that you're manifesting, things that you beyond even beyond what you can imagine, 
bigger and better than ever, but it's also going to help you avoid these, these rabbit holes and these things that our, our ego likes to, these paths our ego likes to lead us down. Well, right. We just have to know how to stand. Yes. Because it's not going to be that what you're expecting to show up is just going to manifest and then won't be available uh, to you for some reason. Uh, you have to know how to stand knowing that whatever is going to show up in your life mm-hmm. is coming with the instructions. And not only do you know that you know that you know that it's coming, when it gets here, you you will know that you know what to do with it. We are stubborn kinetic believers. I love that word. I like it. Because <laughs> stubborn, yeah, you got to be committed. You got to be stubborn to keep the kinetic energetics flowing through your belief to be able to fully attract what you're expecting. You're not, and hey, you know something? You're not going to be liked. You're not going to be loved by everyone. None of those things are going to happen. None of those things matter because if they do matter, the matter they produce will wreck your life. You can forget about the popularity contest. That's over with. When you're standing for the good, for the best, for the awesome, for acceptance, for love, for light, when you are standing committed to stand, accepting only the best, I'm telling you the world is going to look at you and they're going to look at you in a demeaning type of way. So you got to know that you've got some revelation wisdom that's meant for you living your best life. And when they're most popular person, and there are some popular people out there in your neighborhood and on your job and in Hollywood or Bollywood or wherever they may be, <laughs> they may even come against you. But if you have attracted the counsel of creative love and the inner unction that we're talking about has told you something, you'd better stand on your manifesting kinetic belief and never, ever, never be moved again. And if you stand, then you're going to get what you're standing there for. And if you're willing to stand forever, you'll never have to stand for long. And you might not be the most popular person at the beginning, but watch your end. You know, I love that, that this is not a popularity contest. And I don't know if I've mentioned this before in the podcast, but my senior year of high school, I actually went to a local community college. So technically, I didn't have a graduating class. But I always loved making these jokes about like, yeah, I was valid Victorian. I was the most popular. <laughs> I was. But isn't that it? As a kinetic believer, you know, your first true love is yourself. Mm-hmm. And you are popular to yourself. And the way that you see self and the way that you connect with yourself that's what matters, and that's what's going to allow us to stand on the on this wisdom and what we're yeah. believing for. Yeah, that's the freeing part of this. So the universe, which contains the blueprint for your best life, Meg, for your miracles, for your for your healing, for your abundant prosperity, it's going to start showing you some things. The essence of your being is going to attract some wisdom on how to obtain some things. Mm. Look, everybody, hey, pull up to the to the phone (laughs) wherever you are listen please understand that financial thing is part of life and light is going to set you up as a display all things attract and life attracts more life but you just can't be sitting there and believe that it's going to come knocking on your door saying i'm here i'm here the wisdom of your desire is going to start telling you some things those unctions are going to begin telling you to do some things. But listen, you have, you have not because you ask not. So those longings you have while listening to this podcast with Megan and I every day, 
All those longings, those things are there to at least inspire somebody to ask, but not just to ask one time, but to insist. It's the authority of your insistence that energizes your kinetic belief. Rising above the noise of the world is, <laughs> this is not for the faint of heart. I mean, you've got to be willing to lose your reputation in order to be able to get to the point of attraction in your life. You see, if you don't lose your reputation, you're going to always be concerned about it. And whatever you're concerned about is what you identify with. And what you identify with is what you are experiencing. And if somebody out there can get you concerned about your reputation, then you are allowing them. You are putting the control of your life, uh, the dominion of your life, into the hands of the reputation that's been assigned to you. And I'll tell you, it is, it's hard to live your best life when you're thinking about your reputation. Well, and I love that idea. So when we're thinking about our reputation, we're obviously caring about how everything looks. How does it look? What does the car look like? What do I look like? And we, as people who are trying to live by how things don't look, <laughs> we're trying to live by how things are in the unseen. I mean, could it be any more contradictory to the life we're trying to live? That's a great word. It's always going to be a contradiction. You know, there have been times in my life when I felt like I was just wiped all the way down to the ground and I had no more reputation. I mean, you just put your foot on me and twist. It's it. It's over. All my reputation was gone. But you know something? The best thing that ever happened to me was if, if you had a good reputation and somebody messed with it, and then you've got to go work hard to try to make it good for them again, Losing it is probably one of the best things you could yes. ever do. Because if you've got a bad reputation, then you've got to work hard to try to get it back up for them again, right? Mm -hmm. Transcend the expectations of negative collectivism and be a powerful, loving, manifesting being of no reputation. You know, I've got to be of no reputation because when you are of no reputation, the bad and, and the good reports... None of those will bother you. And when you are of no reputation, the accusations and the condemnation and the judgments and all that negative talk and all the backstabbing and all the conversations that others want to pull you into, none of that stuff is going to bother you. But to, to be a, a good steward of revelation knowledge, the universe has something that it's going to show you. And here it is. Can you be trusted with what it wants to show you? The blueprint for your best life will not be revealed to you. It will not be attracted to you if you are not all in and prepared to act. Maybe you're thinking, well, I just don't know what to do, Steve. Think about it. What was the last thing you just knew that you knew that came from within to do? There's something there. You knew you should have done it, and it came from within, and you just didn't do it. Take care of that first, and that's going to open the door for more life-changing wisdom into your life. What was the last thing that was revealed to you? Take care of that first, and I'm telling you that the attraction for more will come flooding in. If, if you've received an unction from within that said, um, Hey, you know what? You're petty. You meddle in other people's lives. And gosh darn it, you're selfish. 
(laughs) Well, don't keep being those things. If the light revealed to you that you've been acting in those ways, no excuse will do. You can't go around blaming those other people that are doing those things. This is your personal journey. And the counsel of your wisdom from your creator has revealed this to you. And I'm telling you, you're about to see something. And this is going to be a strange and a, a very odd season for you. And you want to have the advantage. You, you want to have the advantage of revelation knowledge. And you want to have a word of counsel that comes just flooding in, rushing in, changing you from, from one end to the other, rushing into your life from what seems like really it's just out of nowhere. Just like that voice out by those pear trees. Who was that? Where's that coming from? It's coming out of your chest. And so you're not going to be, you know, as you practice this and you get used to hearing that voice of wisdom from within, you're not going to be shocked anymore or you won't be surprised by it anymore. And when it happens to you, you see, I I want to be able to say, yeah, you know something? I just received a word out of the universe that told me that uh, to do this thing. And I was prepared to hear it. Always ready to go, kinetic believers, always on go, leaning forward, pressing ahead, expecting to receive, expecting to attract. So you're stepping into your highly favored, blessed ability to attract and manifest your desires when you look within for revelation knowledge. And please understand that, you know what, your intellect reasonings cannot give this kind of knowledge to you. And there's some things your intellect just can't give you. There's some things your well-educated intellect can't give you that your creator can give you. You are a masterpiece of the universe with a genius of purpose, not a masterpiece of your own making. There are manifested functions that can favor us Education is very important. Your intellect is it's very important. But wisdom is not knowledge. Wisdom shines light on knowledge. Wisdom is the ability to use knowledge. You can have knowledge of a thing and not know how to use it. I mean, there are people with college degrees that don't know what to do with it. They lack wisdom. And you can have an idea but you have to have a light to shine on it. Wisdom is knowing what to do when you don't know what to do. Wisdom is the principal thing that uh, holistically and, and it dramatically transforms your entire life. And, and that's what these podcasts are for, is so that we can get understanding. Well, and I love that you ended by saying the podcast, because that's what was washing over me. I remember so vividly us receiving that word of wisdom about doing podcasts. It was so clear and it was so undeniable. And it was one of those things that it, it doesn't even feel like a choice. It just feels like something that compelling is so strong. It just sort of sucks you in and you just have to follow. And we walked away from so many things when that unction came in and it was, it was a combined thing. And we can both yeah. tell you, and we, at some of our events, we talk about this, that very moment, the clarity of that unction. We were both standing there when it happened. It was like lightning striking. Yes. And we folded up many things, closed up other things, walked away from other things, and, <laughs> and our kinetic belief was turned uh, specifically toward these podcasts. Mm. And isn't that the exciting, an exciting component of 
receiving this wisdom is that it's really a seed. It's always only the beginning because look at the podcast. We, we made that decision and we followed it and, and it just, it sweeps you down this path that's bigger and better than you could have ever thought possible. Wisdom coming in and from a place that tells you exactly what to do and how to do it. Yes. Because I'll tell you, if, if a person doesn't understand how to use what they know, because a lot of people know more than they understand. Like we were talking about yesterday, a lot of people know that they shouldn't be living a certain way, but they don't understand why. Right. A lot of people are in that, that uh, situation, but that is knowledge without wisdom. You can have knowledge, but then not know how to use it. You can have knowledge without light shining on it to show you what to do with it. And a, a, lot, of, a lot of you have a million-dollar idea right now. Or some of you have ideas that will take the business or the group uh, or your family to the next level. But now you need to get some wisdom. Here again is where quantum physics, entanglement attraction, and the theory of observation confirms something that the Bible says, which is, if any person lacks wisdom, let them ask of God and he will give it to them. The universe will release what is meant for you. And this is a physical law of creation. The wisdom for you, the instructions of your being, are not meant to be withheld from you. They are there for your asking. And when your ego stops trying to rewrite your programming, stops trying to self-remake you, stops giving you something else to identify with while trying to hold wisdom back, then the, issue, the issues of life, they, they come and stay when we don't ever ask for our wisdom. What if you had to put that new refrigerator together and you didn't want to use the, the manual that came with it? You'll end up with something other than an operating refrigerator. When, when we don't kinetically, energetically, when don't doubt and gratefully expect what we ask for to show up. Um, if, I, if it needs to be at 3 o'clock in the morning because it's the only time my ego is asleep, whatever it is, when is the last time you asked the universe for wisdom for something? When, and you remember, um, remember the universe isn't wisdom. It has the wisdom, the wisdom of God to abundantly give you when you desire it. You see what I'm saying? Because when is the last time you expected to receive counsel for your life? We need to gratefully ask and we need to receive um, wisdom as a way of life and do this every single day. Kinetic belief is a way of life. You know, I get into my inner space and meditate while gratefully thanking my creator for the knowledge of my genius of purpose for my life and for all wisdom and understanding. And I'm grateful. I'm so grateful that all wisdom knowledge flows to me and out of me. And I had the manifestation of might, which is the substance of joy. Where there's, where there's not joy, there's not strength. So I have the might, the strength to stand, to not waver, to not cave in, and to bring these things to pass in my life. KBs begin right here, working their kinetic belief in this way. Well, what will happen if you do this? Uh, you'll start seeing the wisdom of light, love, source, the counsel of God start bubbling up out of you. And I have seen over the years the wisdom for my life begin to operate in me. 
having the knowledge of, of my purpose, gosh, that's so important because I, I don't want to be going the wrong way. I've done that. And I am so grateful that I had the knowledge of my one-of-a-kind genius of purpose for experiencing me and all wisdom and in all understanding and, and revelation flows to me and through me and the gift of might, which is the ability to do anything, to learn anything, to experience anything, and to manifest anything, even what the lesser state of consciousness, what the world calls miracles. Yeah, you, you start making that declaration every day and watch the universe start enlightening your path. And then you start knowing what to do when you don't know what to do. There are certain things that the wisdom, wisdom will say, just hold on right there. Don't do anything. Just keep going steady. Let's keep going steady with it. Stay steady with what you're doing. And so every time you receive revelation knowledge, you are a kinetic believer. What is a kinetic believer? A kinetic believer is somebody who got a fragment of knowledge revealed to them from out of the universe and stood there and maintained their position until that fragment became a whole. A kinetic believer is someone who has allowed revelation to flow through them, to cause them to be emotionally stable with a sound mind and unshakable uh, determination and to be unmovable. That's what the wisdom for you does. It's unshakable and you become unmovable. You're somebody that can't be moved because of what was revealed to you. You're somebody that can't be shaken because of what was revealed to you. You are a rock. You are firm. You're solid. You're steadfast. And a kinetic believer cannot be defeated. You're not just a fragment. You're part of the whole. Why? Because you have enlightenment from your creator's counsel. You have uh, true wisdom. And I'll tell you, if you desire to be able to navigate triumphantly through life, maintain your gratitude of expectancy. Meditate in expectant gratitude as a way of your life. Do it in your journal. Know that you can, you can attract the counsel of wisdom and expect to receive it and to know when it comes. Ask for wisdom and maintain access by approaching all of life first with the passion that created you and then for yourself and then with all others through the manifesting power of unconditional love. And if you do that, you'll never be subject to your emotions again. Instead, they're going, they're going to be there to assist in the navigation of your being through your willingness to be immovable in your stand in the substance of love toward yourself. I'll just say this out loud. Say, I am life. I am life. I am love. I am love. I am light. I am light. I am happiness. I am happiness. I am joy. I am joy. I am peace. I am peace. And I choose to display. And I choose to display. What I am. What I am. To all others. To all others. I am. I am. <laughs> therefore, I am. Therefore, I am. Wow. Wisdom and all the reasons that we need to get some. I loved it. What a powerful podcast today, Stephen. And if you want to check out the guided journal and all the other great resources as Stephen posts them, that's going to be at stephencanyon.com and we actually have a new book in the works i don't want to say anything yet but just a heads up it's coming it's in the works <laughs> it's in the works it's yes. exciting it's going to be a perfect follow-up to the guided journal and um gosh this has been awesome today steve you guys are going to have an amazing weekend yes so manifesting are we. your heart's desires i can feel it and i know it 
Let's go to Disney World. Ooh, let's do that. Okay, sounds good. Sing out much love to all you KB creatives yeah. all around the world. Love to all of you, and thanks as usual, Steve, for all the wisdom. Bye. <laughs>